Hi, this is Mariana and this is the Art of Refashioning, the new podcast that helps you transform old unwanted clothing into creative new styles. If you love sewing and clothing, I would love you to join me on my journey of discovering new amazing ways to keeping good textile and clothing away from landfill. It will be a real pleasure to learn and discover new things together. Thank you so much for joining me on this first episode of The Art of Refashioning. So today we're going to talk about three main things. So first we're going to talk about refashioning, what it is, what is the difference with other terms and what other terminology is used around this in the fashion industry and the DIY sewing world. The next thing we are going to cover is some reasons why you should be really considering to refashion. And the last thing will be the three simple tips that I've got for you today on how to start. Very easy. Because nothing is more powerful than the simplest action that you can do. So I have some suggestions for you at the end. But let me tell you at the beginning why I'm really here talking to you and having this podcast I don't know, but probably it has something to do with it, with the fact that when I was born, instead of wrapping me with a normal uh, swaddling type of uh, baby clothes, I was wrapped in an old nurse uniform dress. So mothers really didn't bring uh, at that time uh, baby clothes, so the hospital was responsible for that. But at the time when I was born, it was full with mothers-to-be and my mom almost didn't got into it, but she was accepted and when she saw me wrapped in this old uniform dress, she thought Oh my God, this baby should have lots of luck in her life because being wrapped in this old worn out uniform dress is really for a good luck. So probably that's why uh, just a leftover of fabric and making something interesting and new from an old material it just didn't leave me And even I started my professional life with completely different profession of human resources specialist. Since I moved to live in Australia with my family, husband and son, I actually decided to follow my passion and fulfill my dreams. So I got to study fashion um, design and I wanted to learn sewing clothes professionally. I think that this kind of wrapped up my destiny, if you'd like, with pursuing upcycling. Because when I studied fashion design, I learned what is behind the fashion industry. It's actually the time when I started studying fashion design that I first faced 
the dark statistics behind the fashion industry and later on working in the bridal industry and alteration services I really see some of the processes with my own eyes. So a bridal dress was designed in US then manufactured in China and then sold in Australia. So this is really long logistic process and most of the dresses were actually from polyester. So that's the cheapest possible fabric and it's actually a type of plastic. Well, after seeing all these, I also got into thrifting uh, secondhand clothing from the so many op shops we have in Australia. And I saw how good quality textiles in clothing is actually wasted. That was really huge trigger for me. And also, on the other hand, I saw that reworking already made clothes is really the most creative process you could wish for. So I started upcycling and very soon I moved to that, doing it full time, leaving behind my alteration work and the work in the bridal industry. Meanwhile, I started doing presentations, sewing classes and upcycling workshops locally in Perth. And I also started my website ecofashionsewing.com. So from what my students in the workshops and the audience on the website said to me, it's actually I found that it's not just sharing uh, some creative ideas in how-to videos. I saw that there are so many other questions and challenges and things that my audience wanted to know. So this really pushed me to find the answers, but I also needed a platform to share what I found and also to communicate and see what other questions are really coming out from reworking old clothes into new. And that's actually the reason that I'm starting this podcast, The Art of Refashioning. Okay, now you know why I'm so crazy about upcycling old clothes. So what is really refashioning? Refashioning means to rework already made clothing and to turn them into something wearable again. There are other terms that are used and refer to refashioning and this is recycling, upcycling, transforming, reworking old into new, also repurposing, redesigning or revamping, restyling, remaking, deconstructing or reconstructing, cut up, redo, rework, all these refer to making something new out of old clothing and materials, but mostly clothing usually. 
So what I found the most confusing is really upcycling and recycling. And that's why I think it's better to clear up these terms at the beginning. Now, the biggest difference between recycling and upcycling is that recycling means to downgrade the material as opposed to upcycling which is to upgrade the material or when you upcycle you add new value to the garment for example and you make it wearable again because it's not worn as is so the new value really is to put it back in circulation instead of losing it as a material probably as a design and some features that it has so recycling because it's a downgrading the material it needs special facilities so usually materials are organized in different groups and sent to different facilities recycling clothing and textiles could mean making them into rugs for example but also could mean making them into wall insulation. Many times recycling means that clothes and textiles are shipped to third countries and sold as secondhand clothing. But unfortunately, these kind of countries, they already have a lot of secondhand material and that's why most of the time they just need to burn this material. So it goes wasted. If materials are not shipped or recycled in the methods I said previously, then probably they will end up in the landfill. So recycling really and the idea of taking old clothes, recycling them, making new yarns, then fabric and then manufacturing new clothes it's really something that is more wishful than done in reality because only very small percentage of textiles and clothing are recycled and made into new clothing so that's why upcycling feels like the better option because you can just take whatever clothing is not used, it could be from your wardrobe or a secondhand find, and you can rework it and make something that you or someone else can wear again. So this is really the most immediate way to save good textiles from the landfill. Okay, so recycling and upcycling. In general, recycling means downgrading and upcycling means adding value and upgrading, just putting it back in circulation and giving it a second life. Well, it's obvious that a DIY sewing world is changing with upcycling old into new clothing. But fashion industry is also um, experiencing lots of change 
And some of the terms that are used in the couple of decades, especially the last decade, relate to this. We're going to mention just a couple of them, just to understand them better. So the first term is sustainable fashion. And it seems like this is a general term that covers the whole range of activities and processes of the clothing lifespan. From growing and getting the resources until making the fabric to designing and making the clothes and after that the consume phase when we wear them and then what happens with the clothes at the end of their life. So sustainable fashion refers to responsible use of resources and to little or no environmental impact ideally. Sustainable fashion also could include fair trade and fairly treated workers in the manufacturing process. And ideally a sustainable system does not pollute the environment and instead uses renewable resources and at the end of their life clothes are not dumped to landfill or burnt, but rather they're reused as a resource once again. So instead of having a linear type of lifespan with beginning and end, it becomes a circular lifespan where materials go into production, then into usage and at the end of their life they're recycled and used as new material to make something new. Another term that you're going to hear more and more is zero waste. We can say that zero waste is a kind of a philosophy to make clothes. In particular, zero waste is approach to pattern make and design new clothing with the idea of having no waste or very little waste in the production. All this comes from the fact that when clothing is produced, on average, there is a 15% wastage. And this is in the pre-consumer phase, until clothing is still in manufacturing process. It's a huge topic and we can't cover it in this episode, but we'll definitely come back and talk more about zero waste. For now, if you want to learn more, take the book Zero Waste Fashion Design by the two big names in the area, Timu Rissanen and Holly McQuillan. You will find lots of information and really a lot of zero waste designs that they developed throughout their professional work. Okay, so now you know that refashioning is taking something old and reworking it to make it wearable again and giving it a second life. Now, the topic of reusing something that is already made and making something new out of it is really 
not new at all. Perhaps you remember Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind, where she used the curtains to make herself a dress. So nothing new with this. With the enormous waste that we face today though, I think that reusing textiles and clothing is on another different level, because today is evolving and expanding a lot. Some of the reasons why you should really consider refashioning, uh, it might be very obvious that saving textiles is one of them, but in our day-to-day -day life, this reasoning kind of disappears because we have so many others tangible, let's say, reasons. And the first one is that refashioning really saves a lot of money. You already have probably in your wardrobe things that you don't wear, I'm sure of it, and you can take them and rework them with almost no other resources. Just your sewing machine, some threads, could be buttons or something else, but usually almost nothing. Another amazing reason is that you could end up with really uh, one-of-a-kind, interesting and unique clothing that you can't buy anywhere. Or at least you will save so much money by doing it yourself instead of buying it from a high-end fashion boutique. So I'm not saying that it's easy to make these pieces, but it's definitely possible and we are going to get to that uh, in some of the other episodes. So what are the other reasons to really take clothes and make them into something new, exciting and wearable again? Definitely one of the reasons I've heard from sewists who make their clothes from scratch, so from fabric from the row, they said that buying fabric is really expensive and I completely agree with that. If you want to make something really good quality, you first start with good quality fabric and good quality fabric is very expensive to buy from the row. So this is really good reason to go back to your wardrobe and rework something that you don't wear. Well, it's unquestionable that saving money is huge reason to start refashioning. But also something that really stays hidden is the deep satisfaction that you've got from the making process, that's for one, but also you end up with something that you've made, something that you really cherish and will keep probably for the longest time ever compared to ready-to-wear garments that you bought from the shop. From my first-hand experience, along with this feeling of satisfaction, you start to feel more confident and also you kind of change your perspective about yourself in a good way. You feel that you're worthy and you can do really great 
things. And this is something that no one can give you. And not to forget another really good outcome that you connect with other creative people. It could be in a physical workshop, sewing class, or it could be online. Nowadays, we have amazing online technology and ways to connect. It is almost unbelievable how simple things like sewing and refashioning where you are really creative it just kicks off your sense of belonging and connection. So even without us realizing, it improves our mental health. Accept it or not, we're social species and the more we share and connect, the more we become, the more we feel alive and flourish. I think you already sense how much we can continue talking about this. But let's just finish that these kind of skills, the creative side of refashioning and the sewing side of making it yourself, these are really skills for life and they can not only save you heaps of money, but they can also improve your mental health and make you connect with like-minded people. So at the end of the day, we might save some really good textiles from landfill and leave a little bit better planet to our children and their children. Oof, that was really way out of my zone of being practical and logical. Okay, so let's go back to Earth and see what we can actually do from the practical point of view. And let me share my three simple tips how you can bring old back to life and start refashioning today. So the first thing is very simple. I know it might sound a bit dull, but believe me, if you manage to do it, you've done a lot already. So this first tip is to dust off your sewing machine and put it again on the table so you can use it and you can do stuff with it. I don't want to leave you hanging. So here I'm going to link in the show notes of this first episode to two articles that I think can help you to get back into sewing and resolve some issues that you might have. These are two articles on the website. The first one is how to fix common sewing machine problems. It's like a mini guide and it has a content at the beginning. So you can click on it and go to the uh, particular problem immediately and to see what is the solution of that. And the second one is safety sewing rules, which is just a reminder what to watch out and how you can set up your space. Okay, so now you've got the sewing machine out. So the second tip is to go to your wardrobe and find one favorite garment that needs fixing. 
It could be something that has a hole and needs darning or something that needs mending or hemming up a too long hem or anything. The main thing here is to make even the smallest project and to finish it. This is very powerful and it's kind of a teaches you that you actually don't need that much time that you think for finishing something. And the last tip is to have a bit of creative play or should I say creative thought. So the third tip is to go to your wardrobe and find clothes that you still like but no longer wear as is. So here is about not wearing the garment as is because of the design, for example. It could be because of the style of the garment. The main activity here is to think of how you could change this garment so to enjoy it again. Think in particular what you could change. Is it too small or too big and needs resizing? Or it's too simple and boring and you want to make it more interesting and unique? But keep in mind, the goal here is not to do it, but just to have fun and think about the different ideas. Think about how you could make it attractive for you again. And please don't worry if you don't have ideas right away or even later on, because creativity is skill. And we're going to talk about this later on in other episodes. But for now, just keep in mind that you can improve this skill. And even if you're more creative and don't have ideas right away, just leave it for a day or whatever time your brain needs. Because this is how we function. Our brain needs just a bit of time to click and find solutions. I remember when I was developing my upcycle collection for the first Eco Fashion Week Australia in 2017. I wanted to make pants from one man's shirt. So I needed to resolve the issue with the crotch. If you sew clothing from scratch and use pattern making, you know that this area, the crotch area, needs a lot of fabric. And men's shirts is really not much of a fabric. So it took me two weeks to resolve this issue and find how to reuse the main shirt to create the woman's pants. But let me tell you, when I was showing some of these um, designs on another show, a lady came to me and was really interested in what I'm doing. And I started explaining this uh, woman's pants design, how I figured out Uh, from one man's shirt. When I got into explaining the crotch problem, she just said, oh yes, of course, you will use the underarm pieces. And I was like, 
oh my goodness, that was just less than a second. But she uh, explained that uh, she had lots of experience in dressmaking, years of experience, and obviously her brain was trained to figure out these kind of pattern making issues. And I said to myself, oh my goodness, what kind of designer I am if I can't figure out these things so quickly. But in the end, is actually not how quickly or what kind of ways you're going to find and these kind of things. At the end, is actually of you doing it and pursuing getting to the results that you want to achieve. My point is, don't worry if you don't have ideas because you just need to start and later on you can develop that skill and have these creative ideas. And we're going to talk about these things on the podcast, so I won't leave you hanging for sure. Just keep tight and see if you can do these three tips to start refashioning today. Well, this is it. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the art of refashioning. And while I'm working on the next one, I would love to hear from you. Tell me what are your challenges, hurdles or obstacles when wanting to rework clothing or while you're reworking it so it's during the process. I'll be definitely looking for your replies. So you can email me at mariana at ecofashionsewing.com or just go to the website, find the contact page and send your message there. I would really love to hear from you and truly appreciate that you joined me to this first episode today. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to meet you next week and dive deeper into the art of refashioning. It's time to make your creativity to flourish.